Welcome to an emergency edition of Until Saturday. I'm Ari Wasserman, joined by Chris Vanini, who was in my house last night watching football, and Manny Diaz, who was the star of the Stars Matter podcast this week. And uh, we are here to talk about expansion, because why would we get more than one day into the season without having to discuss this stuff? But hopefully, Chris, this means it's coming to an end here soon. On Friday, our Nicole Auerbach reports, everybody's reporting, that Cal, Stanford, and SMU are on their way to the ACC, which to me makes it feel like there's not much left to do. I don't know. What's your take on this, Chris? Yeah, there is maybe one move left, and that is what Oregon State and Washington State will do. The American and the Mountain West both want them. So if they pick one of those conferences, we may finally be done with realignment for a good chunk of time. I I think we all kind of want that. So uh, whatever you feel about the ACC adding these schools, if you wanted realignment to stop, this was the quickest way to make that happen. Manny, what's your biggest takeaway from all this? Well, I think if you're uh, not going to the SEC or Big Ten, like Clemson, Florida State, and North Carolina probably are, this is a, is a good day for you because you get to avoid the fate of the Pac-12. If you're one of those other ACC teams that you know wants to remain in, quote, a power for conference, this is good news for you. There's going to be some more money coming in. And so to me, my takeaway is just the ACC, the, the surviving ACC teams, right? The ones that won't be left behind. This is a good day for them. I know that conference names don't make sense anymore, but this one is going to be the worst one, right? No, the Big Ten hasn't had 10 teams for 30 years. No, I know, but it's just like Atlantic Coast <laughs> Conference with teams literally on the Pacific Ocean is hilarious to me. It's the All-Coast Conference now. Yeah, yeah. it should be the All-Coast Conference. But, hey, you know what? Good for SMU, right? SMU has been dying to get into a quote-unquote Power 5 conference. This is a Power 4 conference. Um, what do you think SMU brings to the table, guys? They bring a lot of money, obviously. They are going to have their boosters chip in and probably at least a hundred million dollars to keep them uh, at a close enough level to the rest of the ACC schools. It's kind of wild because SMU got to this point because of its boosters. Like it, it, it fell down. It got the death penalty. It fell apart as a program because of the death, uh, because of the boosters. And now it's the boosters that are ultimately going to be the thing that brings it back to, to that level. So it's, it really is a full circle moment. The people around SMU have just felt for a while that they just need to get into a power five conference and they can finally tap into all of that potential. They believe they have look Ari and I live in Dallas. They are low on the totem pole in terms of fan interest. Like they get about 25,000 fans per game, but they've been nothing for 30, 40 years since the death penalty. You know, they've been in conference USA and I think maybe the whack and just all these different conferences uh, to kind of finally have this thing to, to, to finally move up to this level is huge for them because they've had a couple of moments here that turned, the, like, Sonny Dykes leaves TCU for SMU, largely because it's a Power 5 job. As soon as that happens, the collective donations to TCU, like, tripled over a million dollars. Now SMU is dominating the Group of Five level in the NIL space. They feel like they just need these triggers to kind of get things going back in the right direction. You can get back to the Pony Express days. I'm probably going to go watch the Pony Express 30 for 30 again at some point this weekend. You're going to get juiced back up for it? It's the best one. I talked to Eric Dickerson last year, and he was like, we just need to get back into a major conference. And now they are. 
I agree. I, I mean, and you know what's exciting uh, to me is like Dallas, that whole area of Texas, uh, so much talent, right? And and now uh, they've got a chance being in in a Power Five or Power Four conference. I got to keep correcting myself. Power Four yeah, conference. Yeah, me too. Um, that they, you know, SMU's got a chance to be really good. And if Clemson and you know Florida State and North Carolina leave, and and the conference is looking for somebody to sort of become a, a football power, what's to stop SMU from getting there um, mm -hmm. in a couple years? So to me. Um, of the of the three, you know, from a football perspective, of the three that they've added, I think SMU's got the most, you know, the highest ceiling, the, the biggest room to grow. Um, you think of TCU making the national title game last year? I mean, is SM, are SMU and TCU really that different in terms of the talent pool that they got? Manny, I have to ask you since you're here, um, where did Miami side with all these things? You keep saying Florida State, North Carolina, and Clemson going to the Big Ten. Like, where, where does this all mean for Miami? Well, I think Miami... They, they've sort of looked at this situation uh, from the perspective of we can't fall to a group of five level, right? Like they looked at this sort of like, look what happened to the Pac-12. We've got to sort of secure our future in case there's not a seat at the table in the Big Ten. I think as for as much as they've sort of progressed to become into sort of a Big Ten program, earning the AAU status, all the other things that, that, that's, that Miami brings – um, I think they also realize like we don't want to get left behind. That's that's their biggest fear. And so uh, from my conversations with people there, I, I just think for them, they were they supported this all the way through. I mean, I heard this a year ago when USC and uh, and UCLA first announced they were going to the Big Ten. They said, man, we you know, Stanford and Cal seem like the perfect fit. So I think from the beginning, when the ACC first started discussing this, Miami was on board with adding uh you know, an, another time zone, and, uh, some more TV programming and, and, a, and a place like the Bay Area to the ACC. That's exactly what I wrote in my column about three weeks ago about why the ACC needed to do this. Number one, you have to have bodies to survive. 2016, the Big 12 decides not to expand. Five years later, it almost gets destroyed. The Pac-12 at that time decides not to expand. Two years later, it's gone. Like you, you have to understand that your biggest brands are probably going to want to leave. And unlike USC or Texas, Oklahoma, the ACC won't be blindsided when Florida State leaves because they are being very public about this. They want to get out. And so it, I know the grant of rights through 2036 seems pretty ironclad at this point, but Florida State seems it's going to do whatever it can to get out. And if Florida State can get out, eventually other schools are going to follow. So you want to have your backup plan set. And don't say, you can't say, oh, you could have gotten Stalin, Cal and Stanford when that happened. No, if Cal and Stanford go independent, drop down to group of five, it's not going to be the same Cal and Stanford. So like these are elite schools, obviously two of the best schools in the country. They're number one and number four all time in producing Olympians. They're, they're, they fit the ACC profile, you know, like they're high academic schools. One's a private school. Everything about them fits in the ACC other than being on the complete other side of the country. So to me, it made all the sense in the world to do it. I understand why Clemson and Florida State and North Carolina didn't want to do it. Shoot, last night, North Carolina Board of Trustees put out a statement saying we didn't want this to happen. I thought it was done. When I saw that statement last night, I was with Ari at the moment. I was like, oh, God, this isn't going to happen now. And we're, Chris this wanted this to happen very badly I want because this we want to be done to, with this. We want to be done with this realignment. And this is the easiest way to make it happen and it's good for college sports at stanford and cal specifically have a power conference home so this made all the sense in the world to me for the acc you have to be prepared for the future because florida state these other schools are going to get out eventually you want to be you don't want to be caught off guard you want to have the bodies in place i feel like this move here is just kind of like 
and I don't know if this is breaking news to anybody or not, just like it's the inevitability that we're going to get to a point where um, it is the uh, big two, right? It'll be the Big Ten and the SEC and everybody else. And and I found it interesting, Mandy, when you were talking about Miami and their fear of being left behind. Um, you know, certainly not going to be in a situation where they're, you know, you know, find themselves trying to find a home the way that Oregon State and Washington State are anymore um, because of, like Chris said, just having peers is an important thing. But I would be really upset if Miami wasn't in one of the two big, big tiers. You know what I mean? Like that to me is a program that – um, you know, has meant a lot to the culture of the sport, um, a lot to the history of the sport and like just does not belong in that category, you know, but it, w- what do we mean by left behind, like left for dead or left behind? Because I feel like, you know, Farah, how as exciting it is for SMU to join the ACC if we're in an inevitable tailspin where Florida State, Clemson and North Carolina get out of this conference and go to those two conferences or one of those two, um, then you're going to have a clear top tier of college football and a clear second tier. And what is that going to mean for playoff? How, how's the playoff going to, you know, open up their arms to other participants that aren't in those two conferences? And, you know, being behind is a reality. So, you know, it's just like I found it kind of interesting when, you know, UCF finally made it into the Big 12 last year and Cincinnati made it into the Big 12 last year and SMU now in the ACC. It's like they're quote unquote power five for one year, you know, or, you know, in the next few years. But once this inevitable switch happens where every major brand in college football is in either one or two conferences, you're literally going to have the AFC and the NFC and everybody else and any other conference is going to be a second class citizen still, which is what SMU was trying to avoid to begin with. Yeah, I, right. I, I, yeah. I see your Go point, ahead. Ari. I see your point. I mean, but but I think at the same time too, like football is just not going to go away, right? At these other conferences, like they're still yeah. going to play football. And so, if you can put yourself into the second tier and still make a lot of money doing it, right? Like ACC still has a contract with ESPN through twenty thirty six. So, I, I mean, the Big Twelve is going to have a great TV deal as well. Like you'd rather be the the Big Twelve and or the ACC than somebody who's really far behind in the third layer, right? In that third tier. So I, I think ultimately it's just survival. It's just everybody's doing what they can to survive at this point. Yeah, to be clear, so we don't like say? any of to be clear, we don't like any of this happening going back years, but right. you know, it, th- this realignment move was different than all the previous ones. Texas and Oklahoma were fine. USC and UCLA were fine. They made those moves just to get extra money. Mm-hmm. This move here is about survival. This move right. here is about long-term survival for the ACC. It's about immediate survival for Cal and Stanford. So, like, you can, like, the notion that the ACC shouldn't do this because of travel and student-athlete welfare, like, that's out the window. That yeah, that was thrown out the window a long year, time yeah. ago. <laughs> like, I completely agree with that. But that's not the world that these schools live in, you know, like, Yes, it's going to be more travel for Cal and Stanford athletes, but you know what's also bad for Cal and Stanford athletes? If they drop down to a lower conference, lose a bunch of money, and have to cut a bunch of sports, which is what Stanford almost did a few years ago. So, like, mm-hmm. it's not the ideal situation. It was the only option that these places could make. So that that's why this move is a little bit different than all the others. This one is less selfish and more simply about survival. I just... Uh feel like in college football the last two years, um, there's been so much change and so much evolution. We are seismically shifting everything that we know as the foundation of the sport. Some of it I believe to be you know good, and some of it I feel to be greed. Um, and 
my hope now is that at least with all the power five teams, save for two, um, kind of finding a new place and settling into a new conference that maybe we can get some steady waters here. So, you know, we can move forward and understand what the future is going to look like. How's the playoff going to look like? Uh, how many teams are going to have automatic bids, like qualifiers from conferences? Like, how are we going to figure that out? Cause it's a mess now. Um, how are we going to regulate if possible NIL? So everybody's playing by the same rules, like all the things that are, are changing in the sport, the transfer rule, how's that going to, you know, continue to, you know, be, uh, I don't know, not monitors the word, but just kind of, you know, seen as a, a thing that, you know, athletes can do and change programs. Like there's just so much change right now. And I feel like if you change too much, like it's just not good, you know? So hopefully now there's just some, some period of time where we can kind of just sit back and really get our bearings for what the sport's going to look like in five, 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I think you look at like 2030 maybe is the next time this blows up. Hopefully it's that long and not sooner. That's when the TV deals start to come up again. Um, and we'll see what the media situation. The funniest part of all of this, ESPN wouldn't pay $30 million uh, to everybody in the Pac-12. $30 million per school for the contract. They are now basically paying that for eight of the 10 schools to be in the Big 12 and the ACC and, and, and Fox as well with the big 10, like basically these networks are paying the same amount of money that they didn't want to pay for the PAC 12. They're just paying for most of them in other conferences, just highlights how ridiculous this whole thing is. That's not what the pro rata was supposed to be. The, you know, the pro rata is not supposed to be ESPN has to pay $24 million to the ACC because they add SMU, you know, like, so I'm very curious in these next mm-hmm. TV contracts, how that is uh, adjusted. New language too, in terms of like whether or not new, new, blood kind of demands the same money and whatnot too. Like that's, that's a right. A, yeah. Um, many, are we forgetting anything as the, as we first react to this? No, I mean, to me, I'm just interested to see the suffering hasn't started yet. Like for the other sports, right? Like we, we've, we've talked about this in terms of it's going to happen, but we're not going to have cross country flights until next year. So I want to see what happens when, the baseball teams on the West Coast have to fly and go play at Rutgers in Maryland. And what's the reaction going to be then? Like, what when when do people reach a boiling point where they're like, we're just not going to take this anymore? And what does that here's mean? A, yeah. Here, here's a funny thing about that. Cal and Stanford, their field hockey teams currently, currently play in the America East Conference, which I didn't know until this whole thing started. So, like, some of them are kind of used to that. And I, and I heard throughout this process, like, it's quicker for Notre Dame now to get to Stanford and Cal than it is to get to Blacksburg, you know? So like, it's going to be weird. I think the plan is the idea. You would only have to go out to Cal and Stanford once per year. It's really the Cal and Stanford schools that'll probably have to deal with more of that type of travel. So look, it's not ideal. We all think it's dumb, you know, for the, for the record, we're just reacting to these things as they happen. Well, I also too, it's just like the money is the money. And it's like, what are the the non-revenue sports going to do? I don't know. They'll figure it out. And if it means, you know, being in one conference when you're playing football and another when you're not or whatever it is, it's just kind of like, you know, football is driving the bus and everybody else is just uh, kind of along for the ride. So, um, yeah, so I'm I'm excited to see how this all all kind of pans out. I'm super excited as we are 24 hours away roughly from actual week one football, a full Saturday slate. Uh, thanks so much, guys, for for joining me on this emergency pod. And uh, 
No, uh, hopefully we are one step closer to not having to talk about this for a while. So, uh, for Chris uh, Vanini and Manny Day, uh, I almost you know what I always do. I you always call you Manny Diaz. Diaz. I always you call him Manny you, Diaz. You did at the beginning of the uh, of the segment, but that's all right. I forgive you. Already. It's all good. <laughs> I called you Manny Diaz when I introduced you too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Dude, I am so sorry. Uh, it's because you guys are both Miami guys. What do you want from I know, me? Uh, I know. It's, it's going to happen. <laughs> Manny Navarro at the beginning of the show. Maybe I'll go back and, uh, and edit it. At Manny Navarro now. Thank you. I always love being on the shows with you, man. Um, and we'll be with you soon. Until the next, until Saturday. <laughs>